Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. This is NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Now, with a look at local, regional, and international NASCAR racing, here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. News recently hit the world of social media in regards to one of the short tracks that's been in the spotlight a lot recently in talks of NASCAR coming back to Tennessee, with that being the Nashville Fairgrounds. And it was recently announced that... uh, The lease actually held by the Formosa Productions family has been terminated by the city, um, and they've been pretty much told that they need to vacate, Kyle, which could bring into question on how quickly we could see NASCAR return to the fairgrounds. Yeah, that's one of the biggest news stories of the week, and there's been a lot of uh, hope and anticipation that NASCAR's National Series would get back there. We've seen the Arkham Menard Series there, and obviously the track just hosted the Nashville 400, um, uh, or the All-American 400, a couple of weeks ago, about uh, 10 days ago. So there was a lot of hope, a great crowd at Nashville, and unfortunately in a meeting earlier this week, um, that lease has been terminated. The Formosa family has 90 days to get their their uh, their office cleared out and any other uh, property that they have on the uh, facility to uh, get it off the property. And, and pretty much uh, their time apparently is up at the Nashville Fairground Speedway, a track that uh, hopefully somebody will step in and uh, get it pointed in the right direction. Yeah, the Formosas and SMI had reached an agreement in the previous part of the year that they were going to try and bring NASCAR back. It was budgeted at a minimum of 20 to $30 million in upgrades that the fairgrounds was going to need before NASCAR could return. And Bristol Motor Speedway, also an SMI track, kind of was the middleman to help negotiate this and plan this. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see if someone like SMI could step up and take part in being that leaseholder or really what the fate of the fairgrounds holds with this new soccer stadium, but an unfortunate circumstance that really could delay us getting NASCAR back there. I want to know what you need 20 or $30 million for. We just had a great race there. We just had a great race there a week and a half ago with the All-American 400. I get it. You may or may not need to put in safer barriers, but if you can sanction other events at some of these half-mile, third-mile, quarter-mile racetracks, um, I, I, I would argue that the safer barriers are good for a lot of these racetracks that are a mile, mile and a half, two miles in length that ARCA does go to and the K&N cars go to. But um, maybe a new press box. Maybe. I, I don't know. Um, I, I just don't. I saw a great race there a week and a half ago and I saw a great crowd there. I don't know where you need 20 or 30 million dollars, maybe for some timing lines around the racetrack for timing and scoring. But um, I don't know. That number seems large to me. At that point, Kyle, you and I will go in hand time and score that race for free to get the trucks back Absolutely. to Nashville. So, nope, I'm in agreement with you there. I mean, we see a lot of these racetracks that we go to with the K&N Pro Series that uh, they are our grassroots short track racing. I've seen a couple of the tracks that we go to that are questionable in the status of their press box. So uh, I think that that's the part of getting back to these grassroots. We don't need 
multi-billion dollar facilities to put on a good race. And that's what our grassroots racing really comes from. Um, It's not about the show on when you can walk in and have cushioned seats and beverage holders in front of you, but the racing that goes on at the racetrack. And that is exactly what Nashville holds. It, It is a great facility to produce great racing. You like the fan amenities, but I think a lot of the, the teams, especially, um, and the folks that have really got involved and have been involved in the National Series, I think, and that includes us, a lot of us here at MRN, we've gotten spoiled with these, you know, multi-million dollar press boxes and towers and suites and, and all, the AC and, and, and everything that goes along with it. But uh, in reality, if you want a good show and you want a good race, you know, you you, you in a lot of these situations, you can't have everything. And I think Nashville, is, it's a nice facility. It is a perfect facility for ARCA and K&N. And I think it's a perfect facility for truck and Xfinity. And if you, that means you have to work on your race cars, you know, without a garage or a roof over your head, then, you know, so be it. Some of the best races that I've been to and covered have been where my press box can, is, you know, pretty much my lawn chair and my laptop. And I'm usually hanging out in someone else's open trailer because uh that's all that's there and i've seen some great racing there so uh will be interesting as that story continues to develop uh formosas have yet to put out a statement in regards to that so we will follow that story again as that goes but also some news in the modified racing world as well that really could shake up on maybe a car that we do or don't see in the 2020 season yeah uh it's been a tough Tough couple weeks here for the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Some uh, prominent team owners deciding that uh, 2019 was their final season. First, it was Eric Sanderson. We had Timmy Salamito on the show a couple of weeks ago with Flamingo Motorsports. Sanderson has been on the tour since 1995, fielding that number 16 car. Won a couple of championships. One with the late Mike Stefanik in 2006. And then uh, a couple of years later, 2013, with Ryan Priest. Been in the competitive situation right up until uh, right through this year with Timmy Salamito, and, and they're stepping away, and he's going to close the team down or did close the team down following the race at Thompson. We got word uh, middle of last week that Mike Smeriglio, who has been on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour since 2006, fielding that number two car for Doug Kobe uh, for, for most of his time on the tour. I think Kobe joined the, the team in 2012 or 2013. But they have five championships together. Uh, five of Doug Kobe's six championships on the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour have come with Mike. So that's uh, going to you know, obviously leave a void in the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour garage. First with Eric Sanderson and now with uh, Mike Smeriglio uh, III uh, deciding that uh, family, probably a little bit more important right now at this stage of his life than heading to the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour events, which is ironic because... A week and a half before the announcement, they were the team that went to the Iowa Speedway and did the tire test for the, the, the race there in Iowa next year. So, And then we get word you know, a couple of days later that uh, he's you know, all done fielding a team for the NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see as we get ready to go racing, especially with the announcement of the schedule that will be in 2020. And we'll talk that schedule uh, after the break here. But it'll be interesting to see what teams you know come back again next year but with them stepping away that now leaves you know these top-notch equipment trailers teams and people that are looking to race run and work on the tour so maybe that opens the door for a new team owner to step in and field a driver that could be someone that we're talking about 10 15 years down the road and the good thing is is you're in modified country up here and and there's a lot of young and up and coming drivers and team owners that have been 
you know, dabbing in the the SK lights at Stafford or the Snoco Modifieds or the SK Modifieds at Thompson or Stafford or some of the other tracks up here that host those events on a weekly basis that want to go tour racing. And there are other modified tours up here as well that, you know, maybe some of those car owners would want to look at that equipment. And then the other big question is, where's Doug go? Where's Timmy go? And, and you know, they were in top fleet rides and there's, you know, those top fleet rides, two of the three that have run for the championship the last few years. So, you know, where does that leave them looking at 2020? You know, time will tell, but it's going to be very interesting when uh, the season opens up here uh, when we get to March. A lot to follow for sure over the off season. Uh, as the season continues to wrap up, just a handful of races left for NASCAR's national or international that being the mexico series which has yet to crown their champion and we get ready to go to homestead this weekend for nascar's national but when we return we'll talk about those schedules and where each of nascar's national series will open up over the season Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Before you know it, the 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup champ will be crowned in Miami. Here comes Legato on the high side. Be there to witness Ford Championship Weekend, November 15th through the 17th at Homestead Miami Speedway. And he will win the war in South Florida. Three days, three races, three NASCAR champions. Get your tickets now by calling 866-409-7223. That's 866-409-RACE. Or go to homesteadmiamispeedway.com. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. The NASCAR Canaan West Series took to the Arizona desert over the weekend to finalize their 2019 campaign where Derek Krause ultimately just had to take the green flag to get that championship, but it definitely boasted a stout field, including your 2019 Canaan East champion, Sam Ayer, as well as a handful of ARCA drivers that made for a pretty great race, Kyle. Yeah, you mentioned we're going to talk ARCA here in a little bit on the show about their 2020 season. This is the final NASCAR KN Pro Series race ever as KN Pro Series East and West will fall under the ARCA Menards banner next year. But it was a great race. Glad we could bring it to you live on MRN, the Motor Racing Network, uh, part of the FansChoice.tv broadcast. And it was Ty Gibbs that was able to pick up the race win, the grandson to uh, Coach Joe Gibbs. Uh, started 22nd, one of those many Many drivers that started toward the rear of the field. Uh, Sam Mayer was there. It was good to see GMS racing in attendance as the East champion to finish in second. A couple of series regulars, Haley Deegan, Derek Krause, and, and Jagger Jones running third, fourth, and fifth. A good field of cars, 25 on hand. It was a good race and I think is a pretty good preview of what we could see more of in 2020. Yeah, especially with that being one of the ARCA uh, national events there at Phoenix or ISM Raceway. But again, Krause pretty much just had to take the green flag there, managed to work his way back up to that top five for a finish. But Krause, with that championship over Jagger Jones, it was a 50-point spread, though, between him and Jones. So uh, not much of a race there between them, but it came down to it between him and Haley Deegan, who finished third in points over Trevor Huddleston and Brittany Zamora. So pretty good uh, year for the BMR camp as well as the Sunrise Ford, pretty much capping the top five spots there. 
Yeah, we'll talk to Derek Krause about it in just a moment. But 49 points between himself and Jagger Jones, like you mentioned, a dominant year. Uh, I talked to uh, both Haley Deegan and Jagger Jones before the race on Saturday morning. Both of their goals were to obviously finish second in points, and, and Jagger able to get that done by three points. The other big race uh, within the race was the battle for fifth. You mentioned Brittany Zamora. She went into the race with a one-point lead over Todd Souza. At one point during the event, she was two laps down, and Souza was on the lead lap after she was uh, had some brake issues that uh, they worked on during the midway break. Lost a couple of laps after the race went back green. Was able to get those laps back through all those late race caution flags and, and free passes and ultimately finished fifth in points. So uh, good for BMR to have all three cars in the top five. And uh, overall, a, a good race and a good year. I can't wait to see what the ARCA 2020 West schedule. It's going to be so weird to say once we get rolling next year, but uh, it's gonna, it should be good for everybody. It definitely will be weird. I still every once in a while catch myself calling them the nationwide cars. So uh, and we're a handful still? of years. <laughs> yes, yes, it's it's a tough one. Just like I'm going to write 2019 on everything until about June of next year. So uh, we will get there. But looking forward to the 2020 season, especially what Bill McAnally Racing does and has done for the K&N Series and how that will evolve in the ARCA Series. But uh, when we return, we'll get your 2019 K&N West champion on the phone and talk to Derek Krause about his championship season. Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. Over the weekend, the 2019 K&NOS champion was crowned out in Phoenix, and Derek Krause captured that title by pretty much just having to start the race, and he joins us now on the guest line. First off, Derek, thanks so much for coming on NASCAR Coast to Coast, and congratulations on your championship. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Has it set in quite yet that you are now part of the NASCAR champion record books? Yeah, it's uh, it's set in a little bit, and it feels really good. We had a really good year this year, and uh, everyone at BMR worked really hard, and they deserve it for sure. Let's talk about the race on Saturday, the Arizona Lottery 100 from the ISM Raceway in Phoenix. Uh, you, by simply taking the green flag, had the championship locked up, as Hannah mentioned a moment ago, but it wasn't easy for you. First off, what happened in post-qualifying tech? And two, were you a little bit nervous having to start deeper in the field uh, than you originally uh, had qualified? I, we uh, had a little bit too much fuel in the car uh, after qualifying, so we had to fix that. We had to start in the back, which I was a little bit worried, but I knew at ISM there's a lot of, a lot of room to race. It's a really fun racetrack, especially with all the 
front stretch opens up like it does after after you cross the finish line. So there's a lot of racing grooves to race in, and uh, it's a really fun racetrack. So I knew I just had to kind of stay patient, and we had to be there at the end and get 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 to a di- good spot before the break. And once the break happened, then we could really race from there. And you and uh, quite a few other drivers were in a similar situation having to start at the back there. But like Kyle had mentioned, you pretty much just had to take the green flag during that race on Saturday evening to lock up that championship there. How do you approach a race like that when you're no longer battling for the championship title? You've got that under wraps. Uh, I mean, the one we just had to start it, like you said. So we just had to make sure... Everything was good, and once the car started and crossed our finish line, I felt like it was game on from there. We could really race as hard as I could, as hard as I wanted to, and really didn't have to be cautious or anything. So we were just racing as hard as I could, and then I was able to get to fourth at the end. Is it, it was a really fun race, actually. ISM is a really fun racetrack to be racing at the K&N car and in the truck. The first half of the race fairly tame. The second half of the race. Not as much. Uh, we had a lot of contact, a lot more yellow. Is that something that you can sense from behind the wheel as, as you race your way up through the field, that uh, that the aggression level is starting to pick up the closer you guys get to the checkered flag? Oh, yeah, you can you can definitely sense that. You can definitely, definitely know what's going to happen, especially because there's a break with 50 to go. There's usually a caution within the first 15 laps or first 10 laps right away. And once it gets down to the end with 10 fire. 10-5, even 20 to go. I mean, everyone elbows up from there, and it's a full contact, uh, full contact race. And it turned out to be a slight chaos there, like you said at the end. Uh, two green-white checkered attempts, multiple cautions in those last 10 laps. Uh, but what a way to end it all. Lots, lots of aggression there. But you collected this championship in your third season for Bill McAnally Racing. Five wins over the season, and you came close in previous years. Ultimately, looking back at your 2019 season, at what point did you guys know that, hey, we're going to be the ones to beat when it comes to this championship run? Uh, I just felt like this year everything clicked for us. Like previous years we've had bad luck. Or like the first year I was just really learning all of it, and I was actually fortunate to be racing with Todd and Chris Eggleston. So they, they were my teachers pretty much that whole first year. And the second year, we had a good year, but I just felt like if we didn't, we didn't win or finish second. We had a DNF or something. Something happened. So this year, I felt like we had a good, good race every single race. If we had bad luck, like at uh, Sonoma, we had a fuel pump go bad and we finished or we went three laps down and got all three laps back and somehow finished still in the top twenty. And uh, I just felt like this year we dotted all of our eyes and crossed all our T's like we needed to do it to end up winning the championship. Third in points two years ago in 2017, fourth in points last year in 2018. And you mentioned Chris Chris Eggleston. It was good to see him back at the track this weekend, Uh, just spectating this time, though, in Phoenix. You mentioned the trucks. uh, Four Gander Outdoor Truck Series starts this year, including on Friday night in the Lucas Oil 150. Uh, What did you learn as a young driver? Obviously, the K&N race is somewhat shorter than the uh, the Gander Outdoors Truck Series races, live pit stops in the trucks versus the K&N Series. What was the big takeaway from those four starts in NASCAR in NASCAR's national spotlight? Uh, it's just it's just way different. I mean, the truck. I mean, it's way more air dependent. There's a lot more downforce in the truck, so racing racing people is way different than what it is in the K&N car. You get 
within five car lengths of someone in front of you and your car gets and your, your truck just starts to get really tight. So it's just way different. You got to learn. You got to move around, which I I really like. Like in the truck series at Dover, especially, it was the I was able to move around the racetrack in the corners to see where else my truck would work, and then just racing with other people was really fun too. One of those trucks, including on Friday night in the Gander Outdoor Truck Series. But if I believe I read this right, you'll also be racing in Homestead this up and coming weekend, correct? Yep. Is that maybe some insight to 2020 on what your plans could uh, be involved in? You turned 18 over the summer, and uh, so you now are opened up to that full season. It is a Bill McAnally Racing prepared truck. Could we see you maybe go full-time or at least part-time truck racing in 2020? Uh, I I put him on the spot there, Kyle. (laughs) Wow, Hannah. I I, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Hopefully, I mean, that's always the goal to go racing keep moving up so hopefully that's what happens it's not often we get a uh, guest speechless here on the guest line yeah. so good job hannah um <laughs> last thing i have for you is is these championships are great i remember you know there's been several drivers in the last few years that have won these cane and east and west championships and then all of that excitement goes away when you said are you excited about getting into a uh, into a suit and having to deliver a speech in front of a couple thousand people at the awards ceremony uh, in two weeks' time. So that being said, have you worked on your speech yet for when we get to Charlotte here in about 10 days? Oh, my mom actually has. She's there you go. really good at writing speeches. And, yeah, I'm already getting nervous for that speech. Uh, it's definitely not my best thing talking in front of a lot of people. So it's it's going to be interesting. It'll be fun, I'm guessing. And I guess I'm looking forward to it a little bit. The teleprompter is going to be my go-to. I'll stare at that the whole time, or I don't know. It's going to be fun. And I'll follow that up with, if you haven't seen my Twitter yet this week, you should go check it out. Uh, have you worked on your dance moves too, Derek? Oh, boy. I, do I have to dance? We, we usually all end up going out at some point, so yes. Oh, you're 18, though. Yeah, I'm still too young, Hannah. Come on. <sighs> well, well, we'll leave you to worry over the speech. Does that work? Yeah, yep, that works. <laughs> All right, Derek. Well, we look forward to seeing you in a couple weeks. Both Kyle and I will be there for the championship banquet. And again, congratulations on your 2019 championship. Yeah, thank you guys for having me on here. That was Derek Krause, your 2019 Canaan Pro Series West champion. But when we return here on NASCAR Coast to Coast, we've got some more news in the home tracks world. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. It wasn't just built to be a museum. It was built to be a shrine to the history, heritage, and future of the sport we love. This is our house, the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and it's packed full of classic and present-day cars, including Petties, Earnhardts, and Waltrips, as well as interactive experiences, realistic racing simulators, and much more. Plan a trip to the NASCAR Hall of Fame in Charlotte. Tickets at NASCARHall.com. NASCAR Hall of Fame. This is our sport. This is our house. Back to NASCAR Coast to Coast, brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. Here are Hannah Newhouse and Kyle Rickey. 
And while we're still waiting on the ARCA West schedule to be finalized and released, we pretty much have all of the rest of the schedules in terms of the ARCA series. Recently, the ARCA showdown schedule was released, consisting of, uh, let's see here, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 events. And we talked about it starting at the ISM Raceway in March, and they will cap their championship on Saturday, 20, September 26th at Memphis. And uh, the uh, ARCA East Series also released, where they will start, of course, down in Daytona, February 10th at the New Smyrna Speedway and finish their season at New Hampshire in September 12th. Uh, pretty interesting. Cool to see a lot of those short tracks involved on the showdown schedule, including that of Memphis, Toledo, Berlin, Bristol, and Five Flags on that ARCA East. Uh, we're getting back to a lot of those short tracks. It'll be exciting. Slowly but surely, we are getting there. The, that showdown series is going to be fun. It, it's kind of like a, a championship within a championship because not all, and we're seeing it with guys like you know Sam Mayer and 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 some of these other young drivers in in the ARCA East and West, almost said K&N again, um, that can't run at Daytona and Talladega and Kansas and Chicago yet. So this gives them some incentive to to go to a lot of these national events like at ISM Raceway on March 6th of next year to run for points and to run for a championship. Uh, you mentioned Talladega will be back on the schedule for as the national scene is concerned. Pocono, just one stop there. We'll go back to IRP or Lucas Oil Raceway on July 3rd. Elko, uh, the, the Springfield Mile, the, the DeCoin Mile, both on the national schedule, two races that Haley Deegan's excited about running. Um, the Showdown Series will be fun. And I guess all we're waiting for now is the ARCA West schedule. And I expect much of the, the many of the tra traditional tracks that we run, like Kern County and Irwindale and Tucson, along with Sonoma, should be a part of that schedule. A lot of big names within the ARCA series were uh, at ISM Raceway over the past weekend and got a chance to talk to a couple of them. And they said, we're so close to finalizing that ARCA West schedule, looking similar to the ARCA East in dates, uh, seven, eight races there. Uh, I believe it's actually nine, including the doubleheader expected once again at Tucson. So that race schedule, uh, a race or two away from being announced. But one of the things I'm really excited for is if you look at that ARCA 2020 showdown schedule, they're expected at Mid-Ohio, doubled up yes. with the Xfinity Series. And that will be fun. We talk about how we like to diversify our developmental series and what a great place to go and do it at with Mid-Ohio. It's always a great race the Xfinity Series puts on and one of my favorite trips of the season. Yeah, it's one of the new tracks to ARCA in general. Uh, the ARCA Series also going to go to Watkins Glen next year as far as the National Series is concerned. Mid-Ohio Sports Car Course, one of the trickier tracks for the NASCAR Xfinity Series teams to navigate. So and I've been there in the rain and in dry conditions, and it's been difficult each time. So can't wait to see the, diverse, the diversity of this schedule. We've always said it. ARCA has a very diverse schedule already with the dirt tracks, with the short tracks, with the super speedways, with the, the road courses. And we're going to see that expand even more, but through three different series and four championships in 2020. And speaking of diversifying, the uh, NASCAR Wheel and Modified Tour schedule was also finalized and released as of recently. They've been giving us a little bit of a taste of what it's going to be all throughout the season. First announcing the uh, Modifieds going to Iowa, then they return to South Boston, as well as adding Jennerstown back on the schedule. So 17 events there starting with their return to South Boston Speedway on March 21st. Uh, multiple trips, of course, to your Stafford Motor Speedway. As well, uh, Jennerstown, that date that we talked about being added on May 23rd. And as always, crowning their champion at World Series weekend, October 11th at 
Thompson on a Sunday. So 17 events, a pretty busy season for those tour drivers. Yeah, it's a busy season, and, and there's going to be more travel involved this year. I know teams are already beginning to budget the, the trip out to the Iowa Speedway. going to be a great event. Don't forget, uh, Martinsville Speedway back on the schedule for the first time in a number of years, racing under the lights on a cup weekend. They'll go to the New Hampshire Motor Speedway twice. Thompson will cut back down to three events. Stafford will remain at three events. Jennerstown's in there. Going to be a great uh, 2019 or 2020 schedule that's also going to take some time to get used to. And it's going to be interesting to see, you know, who takes the place of Mike Smeriglio as far as that team that everybody is gunning for. Because obviously, like we talked earlier in the show, he's not fielding a team in 2020. Where will Doug Kobe end up? Where will Timmy Salamito end up? Lots of question marks uh, with a lot of new races for next season. And before we go racing in 2020, though, we have to honor and celebrate our 2019 champions first. With that NASCAR Home Tracks Awards Banquets, we have all of our international champions, as well as our state champions, short track champions, and NASCAR's regional touring. Uh, next weekend, Kyle, we get to celebrate those champions, and uh, I heard you have a pretty cool co-host for NASCAR's Red Carpet. Yeah, can't wait. Who's that? Oh, yeah, Oh, you. it's me. It's uh -huh. me. Don't uh -huh. worry about it. It's going to be so uh -huh. much fun. Hey. Don't, don't worry. I've done it before. It's been a few years. I was doing it back when you were still in high school. So, you know, it's going to be a, it's going to be a good time. I got a brand new suit. You like that? I got a brand new suit that I'm going to break out next week. So it's going to be a good time. No, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to celebrating with all of our champions uh, internationally and here stateside as well. But that pretty much wraps it up for our NASCAR Coast to Coast 2019 season. Kyle, it's been fun. I know we have a champion crowned in Mexico in just a few weeks away, but look forward to celebrating with everyone next season. That's Kyle Ricky. I'm Hannah House. We will see you in 2020. NASCAR Thanks, guys. Coast has been brought to you by Whelan and by Hercules Tires. NASCAR Coast to Coast can be found on MRN.com, Facebook, YouTube, or your favorite podcast provider. NASCAR Coast to Coast is a production of the Motor Racing Network. All rights reserved.